guys. You are on Ice Cream and Therapy, where we talk about all of life's sweet and salty moments. I'm Ashley, and I'm here today with my co-hosts, Taylor and Christina. What's up? Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we're just going to check in and see what our own sweet and salty moments have been this week and how that's going. Can I go? Yep. Okay. So... <laughs> Um, sweet, my son hugs me now, which I know we're all new to this thing, but he's a very energetic boy and he's just got a lot of, he never sits still. He's always running. I'm convinced he doesn't know how to walk because he just like runs and he doesn't like pause and he will actually like hug me when I pick him up and like wrap his arms around me as opposed to just like a a lean that mm-hmm. I normally get that's mm-hmm. like a all right like let go like he'll wrap so that's a win you yes. love that well he'll do it to his dad all the time he's such a daddy's boy but me I get the lean usually now I get an embrace that's awesome that is really sweet thanks uh do we want to do sweets for everyone or should I just go straight Keep going. salty go. okay we're getting into a salty salty we have a friend and she's great well I'm acquaintance friend I don't know but either way she's a badass and we love her and she's going through a breakup and it's really hard because you can tell she's trying to get out of it gracefully and she's trying to just kind of like end things nicely and her partner is being a dick bag and I don't like it and so it's really frustrating for me because I'm feeling really protective and every single time he posts something I just want to kick him in the taint and I can't and that is my salty because I just like every single time I open I'm like off social media right now because of this situation like wow that's a lot of power it's a lot of influence on your time there you could also just delete the people. But then I wouldn't know that I dislike them still. Then I would not be able to feel such rage. Every time he posts something, I'm like, I can't. And then you just, I want to take scissors. Uh, this is okay. 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 <laughs> Reel it in. Reel it in. So that's some salty this week, guys. I'm sorry. It's just, it's not all consuming, but it's at that point right now. I feel like it's pretty all consuming. It's, it's so present. And the thing is that she's a like I'm not super close to this girl, but I do know both of them, and it's unfortunate to know both of them and to see someone that's trying to elevate herself and trying to like do this, like you said, gracefully, and the other person that's just shitting the bed. I just can't. It's pissing me off. Yeah, I think in that situation. Because it's probably come up for me this week in terms of a salty moment or two, which I've done the opposite. I have unfriended said person just because it does make me so crazy. And I also feel like I'm fueling the fire of the ego for the person. And I just don't, I don't want to contribute to it, I guess, is my my stance on it. And I figure you're going to update me anyways with screenshots. So I don't have look at yeah. But I think for me, what I it really fine tunes what social media is, which is a bunch of bullshit. Um, because the person that I know is not him, right? The person that he tr- portrays to be, and he always advocates mental health and well being and activity and exercise and all of this, like, bleh. 
-hmm. And in reality, he's a hot mess. Mm -hmm. Just annoys me even more. So I think it just reassures you that people give you the Facebook highlights of themselves all of the time. And then you get to lift up the curtain and sometimes you just wish it would have just stayed down. Because it just, I don't know. People suck. But I, I get what you're saying. It is. I think we naturally get protective over people. And I think there's a chance that if those roles were reversed, like you might feel protective over him too. Like if that, you know, I think it's just like, show, you know, you know the situation or not the full situation, but you know enough to, to see the good versus the ugly. And yeah, we tend to get protective. Well, the way I'm choosing to handle it, I like sent you guys a message too, is to support her just Mm -hmm. to be like, Hey, we see you. We know that like what he's putting out into the world is real shitty and I'm real sorry, but like, we're here for you, but still it's taking me like every ounce of my body to not like be like, dude, you are just like coming off as a total dipshit. And it's not, that's fine. If that's what you want to do but knowing both of them like it was just like a girlfriend I guess and like I didn't really know her boyfriends I it would all be support but the fact that like what Ashley said we know both of them Mm -hmm. and so it's the like we know this isn't you so why are you like what's happening like be an adult I don't know yeah yeah and I think but but we we naturally just want to protect the people who not are weaker but are just in the right does that make sense like when people are blatantly in the wrong like, it's very easy for me to just shun and be done with the person who's being an asshole. Like, because it's just time consuming and I'd rather support the person who's not. I think for me, maybe part of the reason it's consuming me is because I don't feel like I have a valid place to say something to the person being from me. Right? Like, it's all just, it's filtered through social media it's filtered through other people's experiences some of them are my own experiences but I think there's a filter there and so I don't think it's appropriate for me to say something but I also so desperately want to say something because it's like watching a dumpster fire and refusing to get a fire extinguisher like we're just going to continue to watch it burn and you're like you know Smokey the bear would say only you could prevent forest fires and instead we're just watching burn to the ground well you're you're smart you aren't watching it you're just kind of like bye whereas i'm angry at the fire Mm -hmm. just watching it burn (laughs) 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 yeah but this has come up before like we you've brought it up before of like wanting to be protective over people that are in our circle right and just being protective over the people that matter to us and I mean I think that shifts depending on who they are but I'm a person that if you're in my circle I am pretty loyal to a fault into the end and then when you're not I'm good with you being done like I don't feel much of anything for you or I what I do feel for you is not pleasant so I just don't say anything at all because that's what my mom says to do. <laughs> um, but I think it's just, I don't know, if you're in my circle, like, I will defend you even if you're wrong, like, because that's just who I am. So, I don't know. 
I don't know how it is for you guys, but I'm pretty protective over my humans. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I'm like weird about it. I don't know because we're we've stated we're pretty non-confrontational. So then I go that like the crazy girl way, like key your car crazy, and I'm like, how do we? There's, There's got to be a middle ground. ground here. How do we? <laughs> Like, we can't go from, like, everybody's great. Thanks for calling me dumb, but I'm going to key your car tomorrow. Like, I won't stick up for myself in any way. Like, someone could literally just treat me, like, crash and, like, just whatever, and I'll take it. But the minute someone does anything, like, one of my best friends in college, we were at a bar. And, like, I'm not the best drunk, that's for sure. <laughs> like, I'm not. If you have one too many drinks, it's not pretty. Anyways, but she's gorgeous. This, my best friend she's like beautiful and she's whatever but she also has an rbf and she doesn't really give anyone the time of day and guys hit on her all the time and this one guy was hitting on her and he she just again was kind of like yeah i'm not really interested and so he called her a pretentious see you next tuesday and i i swear i heard it like a b here's honey i don't know like so stupid (laughs) here's it and i'm like bolted across the room and like smokes this beer at oh my god i'm so sorry for the listeners if you've heard that um not that anyone's listening anyway (laughs) smack the beer out of his hand and like just in his face like but if that would have been me if someone would have like called me that i would have been like oh thank thank you have a nice day would have just like walked like it's just the protectedness level of like other people mm-hmm. it just it's like in i don't stop giving me that look i'm, I'm just i'm psychoanalyzing you a little bit of just like why won't you protect yourself at all but you will run across a bar superman style and defend somebody but not yourself i don't know mommy issues we'll move on anyway so <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. Uh huh. In the next episode, <laughs> the next salty moment will be Taylor's avoidance of her own shit. <laughs> no, I. But it is it is an interesting thing because there are a lot of times that we won't defend ourselves, and I think sometimes it's because we're our own worst critic, and so it's easier to believe the negative stuff for some reason than the positive. But when we know someone else. We only see, we tend to only see the positive, right? Or it outweighs. So when there's negative, we defend it. But I think what's interesting about that is just our internal dialogue and how we talk to ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. Yeah. Christina? <laughs> I just got called on. That means I forgot everything. <laughs> sure. she doesn't do well under Don't pressure call me. okay so sorry. <laughs> so sorry well anyways that's my salty moment of the week we can move on now that i've let that it's just been eating away at me but now i'm here and i feel a lot better that's good <laughs> that's good do you have a sweet and salty moment, Christina? I still don't. Okay, well, I'll just you. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure I can find some. Um, I think sweet for me is trying to figure out new ways to kind of expand my business and trying to be more positive, I think, is something that it's not moving as quickly as I want to, but I'm not willing to give up. So that was a good, a sweet moment was having, like, a few positive interactions, but then also 
thinking outside the box. Um, gosh, I would say salty is, I don't know how to put this. Just the world. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like okay, sorry. Okay, we're gonna be here. So, oh yeah, sorry. I'll be. I'll try to narrow it down. Um, just the way that people are treating one another. I think on a broad like spectrum, right? So like we just talked about, even like on a micro level, when we see two people and one person's being crummy, but then I also. In my career and in my life, what I do every day is I interact with these people who are, their tolerance level for other people is so low anymore. And their overreaction is so large that it just feels unfair. And so a lot of times I try really hard to figure out where that's coming from in a sense of, was it the pandemic and people being at home all of the time and now their social skills have gone to like, negative 20 or is it that we're so accustomed to being on zoom or on the phone that we can mute ourselves or shut our cameras off when we need to cope or tolerate something and we can't do that face to face but when I say like the world I mean just people's tolerance levels are are just low and I think sometimes people are just being meaner than they have been in a long time and I I think there's a part of me that feels compelled to try to figure out why that is and help it, but also realizing kind of feels like a lost cause too at the same time. Um, because the more you call people out on it, the more angry they get. And so just, that was my salty moment for this week was just getting to experience some really great people having some really crummy experiences and people being really mean and harsh for no reason. So that's my salty the world i found this on the web see <laughs> siri says oh warning signs and risk factors for emotional discomfort <laughs> that's a very search for she yeah. was really listening there he's on point oh it's a key yeah oh, oh. i didn't know that we had options siri is apparently just a they oh okay <laughs> okay that's what i got no I mean, that was very apparent at Costco <clears throat> this week when I was waiting patiently for a sample. And I got up to the front of the line for the samples and they were gone. So I was perfectly content with walking away. But this gentleman was not. And he told this poor, old, probably retired lady that was just there to promote multigrain crackers to speed it up. and. I did not take that. Again, my protective nature <laughs> came in guns hot. And I was literally like, are you joking me? And he was like, this is her only job. I was like, that's the... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so, besides the point. Yeah, like this, it's not how this works. So yeah, I full circle with yeah. both of our salties. There yeah. you go. Yeah, it, it really is. People's just their, their bandwidth has gone down to nothing. Mm -hmm. And to be just unkind to random people for no reason, like, I don't know. It almost feels like an entitlement issue. Mm. Well, for sure. Like, you're entitled to... Crackers fast. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, like, entitled <laughs> In the Costco. Like, nothing gets caught in your thought bubble anymore. Like, some things just need to stay in, in your thought. thought bubble. Like, I may have thought to that lady, like, 
could you hurry it up, please? Like, you know, that may have crossed my mind. But I'm not going to say that because the filter comes down and says, that's ugly. We don't act ugly. Like, so I think it's an entitlement. Like, I have the right to Mm. say everything that goes through my head. But you really don't. You don't have the right to do that. Like, sometimes you just have to keep it in your thought bubble. Same best friend that I was talking about earlier. I say a lot of things with no filter. Like, I don't think things before, like, I say them a lot of the time. I don't think in a mean way, and just more like a dumb way. I don't know. But either way, she always goes, Taylor, that's an inside thought. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a regular thing that happens. Inside inside thought. But I bet those inside thoughts that come out are not hurtful or mean unless it's necessary right exactly. it's always necessary okay apparently <laughs> now i just i don't know and okay so i'm not gonna try to bash and pretend like one generation is better than the next but we are okay what? sure um but i have a friend who is an assistant principal at a high school and she told me that things are getting so out of control with the level of dis- disrespect from students to adults that it is to a point where she was like, I don't even know where we're going to be in another five to 10 years because legitimately kids will cuss her out or will um, call like the security guard like a really terrible name, like with all kinds of things that I won't even repeat. But I was like, in what world would I ever allow my child to speak one to anybody like that, but to an adult? Mm-hmm. Like, you have lost your mind. And where where are the parents? And why is it that we're thinking that you can be so entitled to treat another human being like that? Again, it's just, when I say, like, the world is happening on so many different levels that it's mind-boggling to me that just people are allowing this kind of behavior and Corey who is my super conservative republican human being friend husband man he he just thinks so much of it is because we're so afraid to hurt people's feelings right so like we've become so liberal in the world where everything goes and everything is tolerated because if you don't allow freedom of expression if you don't allow certain things then you're going to get in trouble for it but i'm like and at what point do we reel it back in and say like you can't call people names like derogatory names like you can't do that regardless of how you identify or what color you like like you can't do those things so it's i don't know this, again, could be a multi-hour-long show because it really bothers me. Yeah. And I think as parents, we have an obligation to raise our kids to be better than us even. Mm-hmm. Like, I want my kids to be better than me. And I just, I look around and sometimes I'm like, oh, God, we're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Am I just alone in that? No, I, I mean, I kind of go back to like, what's my responsibility? What can I control? And like, nothing, yeah, nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, my responsibility is for my kids. Like, yeah. you know, I'm going to do the best I can. And, and I will say, like, you know, my kids, both my girls went to a charter school, um, like the end of elementary, middle school, very small charter school. Um, and they have pretty, um 
just the the values that they have are ones that that I'm in line with. Like they teach, you know, respect and integrity and building character and and so I know that when Eva went to high school for that first week or even the first semester, she would come home and be like, "Mom, I cannot believe the way that some of these kids speak to the teachers. Like, cannot believe it." And like on the one hand, I was terrified because then she followed it up with like, I cannot imagine ever saying that to a teacher or an adult or anything. And so on the one hand, like I was terrified because I was like, what is happening? Like, I'm going to pull them out. We're going to move to like 60 acres and like, I can't homeschool. You know, on the other hand, I was like, okay, I'm doing something right. Like. There's some successes there because the fact that she recognized it and was just like, okay, this is not okay. Like it made me, I was like, oh, okay, we're okay. You know, okay, let's not lose that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, but it is, it's just like, you know, some of the stuff that she comes home, like speaking to like your, what your friend said about, you know, being, or, you know, the assistant principal, like it's insane. The stuff that she comes home and reports to us as if it's like no big deal because it's an everyday Mm -hmm. occurrence. Yeah. And I think it takes, like, you know, I'm, I am, you know, where you have, like, a lot of positivity. Like, I I always, I'm, I'm kind of an optimist there. Like, I always think that there's hope. Like, okay, we can do something. We can, we can do this. We can make it better. And I think it just takes a handful of parents to just be courageous enough to stand up and go, no, you're not going to talk like that. You're not going to, you're nothing like that. Like, that's not how we treat people. Um, you know, and I think too, like, I don't know if we talked about this in this episode, the last one, but you were saying like, you worry about your kids, your girls and instilling values. Like if, if Tatum would have seen you, you know, she's little, but still like, even he see you call that other, the gentleman out at Costco for being like, no, what are you doing? Like, you can't do that. Like, even that is good. Like, that's good for her to see you not be scared to take a stand and be like, Hey, you're not okay. Don't do that. Well, I see a lot in the customer, in customer service and like you see the kids that come in and like little and there you'll see the ones that are like, can I please have a single scoop or can I please have bubblegum ice cream or can I please have that one? Like, and then their parents that speak the same way. And then you see the parents that come in, they're like, I want that one. I want this one. And then their kids are the exact same way. Mm-hmm. So it's like, obviously setting an example, like it is, I don't know what's happening with parents or I don't, but to kind of flip side that a little bit, I know for me, the person that I am with my parents is very different than the person that I am with everyone else. So like in, with my parents, I'm very reserved. I'm very like, I mean, you'll see snippets of like my big personality, but for the most part, I just kind of like keep to myself and I just, whatever. And then I come out into the world and I don't know if maybe like, do you think anything like that's happening with these kids like they're at home and they have to be some type of way and then they just go out like how different is it with teenagers uh-huh. I don't I don't I just know my experience with me and my parents because I don't have teenage kids but do they leave the house and they immediately take their like sweatpants off and have a mini skirt on underneath right. and then they're all well I think it's core, like core values sure like you don't lose your core values around your parents or outside you may like present yourself differently mm-hmm. but like your core values are there you know and I think that, that if your kids have, like, 
they're teenagers, so they're gonna screw up. They're gonna make bad choices. But you gotta go back to like, what's your core? Like, and I think if you've raised kids that have a good core, that you know, mm-hmm. know how to show respect and have they're always engaging their core. Yes, they're always engaging their core. Taylor Values. always tells me, engage your core. Engaging their core. Engage your core. Values. Values. For sure. Yes. <laughs> Full circle once again. I and I think it's just interesting because I'm sure that some kids to a degree are cooler outside of the home than they are inside. Mm-hmm. But I would also counter that there are parents that have zero idea of how to behaviorally regulate their kids or behaviorally keep their kids in check in anything. Nowadays, like kids just assume that things like cell phones, video game systems, their clothes, they're like are a guarantee right like that's a requirement and it's like that's a luxury like the only thing parents are actually required to do is give you clothing give you food and shelter basically it and education is also encouraged but at this point like if you can't keep that together then it's not you know like we can homeschool you we can put you in on online school there's a lot of different options but Kids just assume that, like, these things are, they take them for granted, and parents just keep handing it out, handing it out, handing it out. And I can't tell you how many parents I talk to that I'm like, cut it off, shut off the internet, shut off the phone, take it back. And they're like, well, can I do that? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't have a cell phone, and I still figured out how to connect with people, like, still knew how to call my mom in an emergency. Like, Mm -hmm. we figured it out. Like, it's not that kind of way. And again, it's that entitlement. And it's just, some of it is just how we allow other people to treat one another. And it drives me crazy sometimes. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not really an optimistic human being. (laughs) And, but I still think we should be nice to other humans, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I'm a nice person, not always optimistic. Like in my head, I'm like, it's going to take a shit ton of parents to <laughs> to bring that scale back over, Christina. So yeah, I'm like, I'm like, uh, we're going to need a fucking continent here, but repopulate, like, send people to the moon. Yep, um, those ones have got to go. Right. Um, but I, I, I really just want people to try to be nicer to each other. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand why that's so hard. Right. Well, and we talk about like kids and entitlement and their needs, like, and I don't claim to have all the right answers. I've done a lot of things wrong, but I feel like I'm doing a good number of things right. And one of the things we've done, like Darren and I made a hard rule at our house. Like my kids do not have cell phones until eighth grade, period dot. They don't have them. And then at eighth grade, they get a phone that does not have, it only, it looks like a smartphone, but it only texts and and calls and then they get their like a real phone in in high school right like it looks like a smartphone though so like when the screen pops up and you're supposed to see all the apps it just has has, fake apps it has faps no (laughs) (laughs) it has like calendar it has the calculator it has messaging phone calls um but it looks like an iphone but it looks like an iphone and so you don't have like you can still like feel right Like, like you're a a you, cool kid. Yeah. Like you don't pull out like the flip phone or like the Nokia. Like first of all, I loved my flip phone. Oh, I did too. I was a pro but, at T9. But the teenagers do not do not like the flip phone. All right. So but that I feel like that has helped tremendously because my girls, like my high schooler now has some social media. It's still very regulated. You know, there's screen time set. She has busted the code once, but we worked through that. Um <laughs> she had to pay penance for the time that she 
got, you know, she went over, she went over. So she, you know, anyways, um, but I feel like that has been huge and, but I can't tell you how hard that was for them Mm -hmm. to not have that. And for me, because on the one hand, like, you know, they would come to me at times trying because they didn't have social media. They couldn't text their friends. And so there's this, you know, but they, I mean, they've always been able to text through my phone, which parenting hack definitely recommend 10 out of 10 until a certain age. Cause then you, you don't want to know what the text is. Yeah, right. But you want to know for a while because you can address things, but, um, it's just hard because kids have phones in first grade. Oh, trust me. Oh, right. oh yeah. No, yeah. White is like, when do I get a phone and a smartwatch? And I was like, when you get a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's brutal. Like, it's brutal. Like, I feel like as as a parenting. Like, yeah. Yes. Like, well, and I asked him, I was like, who are you going to call? And he was like, I don't know, grandma. And I was like, you can call grandma for my phone anytime you want to. Right. I was like, you can also call any of your friends for my phone anytime you want to. Yeah. It's gotta be really hard. But it's hard. It's hard. Like, especially when, you know, especially like Allie. So she dances, you know, in between her dance classes in the evenings or when they go to competitions or recital. Like, she goes, Mom, I don't have anybody to talk to. And I'm like, What do you mean? You've got like 20 girls that you dance with five days a week. And she's like, Mom, as soon as we're out of class, everyone's on their phone. And so she's isolated because she doesn't have a phone yet. Um, she's seventh grade. So but you tell her that her communication skills and yep. ability to act with mm-hmm. normal human beings going to be exquisite. Yep. Yep. So she's like, long-term that goals. doesn't help you mom. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> but it's hard. And I feel like but that, I feel like that was and has been and is the right thing to do because it does reduce some of that entitlement. Like, like you said, I feed you, I give you shelter. Give you clothes, I pay for your dance, soccer, all this stuff. You don't get a phone until you get a job. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Sure. <laughs> White's gonna come into the ice cream shop and be like, "Can I have a job, Miss Taylor?" At nine at age nine. No, he, what, he's almost. No, he just turned. Six. He just turned seven. Oh, oh, he just turned I don't seven know what child labor laws are, but I'm sure you take cash under the table. I'm not opposed to it. Off he's, the record, he's probably as tall as some high schoolers. He's almost taller than you. So, who's yeah. almost taller than some high schoolers? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I think well, I don't know. So this, we didn't get to your salty and sweet, Christina. Okay, I know so you're not upset. upset. <laughs> you're not That's upset. okay. But for but for today's rant of salt, you have Taylor who doesn't like crummy ex-boyfriends and ashley who doesn't like a crummy world uh-huh. so but there's home <laughs> so today's lesson is just be nice to people or don't say anything at all mm-hmm. remember just yeah. shush what our mom said that's what my don't mom said say. don't say anything at all okay yeah. bye out